Faith, Hope and Love, episode 128, the second Sunday of Advent, Year C. In this season of Advent, we feature an Advent wreath with its candles and green branches. It is a reminder of God's promise to our world. Christ, our light and our hope, will come. We light the second Advent candle, the Bethlehem candle, or the candle of preparation. God kept his promise of a Saviour who would be born in Bethlehem. O key of David, O flower of Jesse's stem, standing at your will the gates of heaven, O royal power of Israel, come break down the prison walls for those who dwell in darkness and the shadow of death, and lead your captive people into freedom. This is Faith, Hope and Love. People of Zion, behold, the Lord will come to save the nations, and the Lord will make the glory of his voice heard in the joy of your heart. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. The Lord be with you. And with your spirit, before hearing the word of God and sharing the bread of life, sing praise to Christ, the Alpha and Omega. Kyrie eleison, Kyrie eleison, Christe eleison, Christe eleison, Kyrie eleison, Kyrie eleison. May Almighty God have mercy on us, forgive us our sins, and bring us to everlasting life. Amen. Let us pray. Almighty and merciful God, may no earthly undertaking hinder those who set out in haste to meet your Son, but may our learning of heavenly wisdom gain us admittance to his company who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, one God for ever and ever. Amen. A reading from the book of the prophet Baruch, chapter 5, verses 1 to 9. Take off the garment of your sorrow and affliction, O Jerusalem, and put on forever the beauty of the glory from God. Put on the robe of the righteousness that comes from God. For God will show your splendor everywhere under heaven. For God will give you evermore the name Righteous Peace, 
godly glory. Arise, O Jerusalem, stand upon the height, look toward the east, and see your children gathered from west and east at the word of the Holy One, rejoicing that God has remembered them. For they went out from you on foot, led away by their enemies, but God will bring them back to you, carried in glory as on a royal throne. For God has ordered that every high mountain and the everlasting hills be made low, and the valleys filled up to make level ground, so that Israel may walk safely in the glory of God. The woods and ever-fragrant tree have shaded Israel at God's command. For God will lead Israel with joy, in the light of his glory, with the mercy and righteousness that come from him. The Word of the Lord The Lord has done great things for us. We are filled with joy. When the Lord delivered Zion from bondage, it seemed like a dream. Then was our mouth filled with laughter, on our lips there were songs. The heathens themselves said, What marvels the Lord worked for them! What marvels the Lord worked for us! Indeed we were glad! Deliver us, O Lord, from our bondage, as streams in dry land. Those who are sowing in tears will sing when they reap. They go out, they go out full of tears, carrying seed for the sowing. They come back, they come back full of song, carrying their sheaves. The Lord has done great things for us, we are filled with joy. A reading from the letter of St. Paul to the Philippians, chapter 1, verses 3 to 6 and 8 to 11. Brothers and sisters, I thank my God every time I remember you, constantly praying with joy in every one of my prayers for all of you, because of your sharing in the gospel from the first day until now. I am confident of this, that the one who began a good work among you will bring it to completion by the day of Jesus Christ. For God is my witness. How I long for all of you with the compassion of Christ Jesus. And this is my prayer, that your love may overflow more and more with knowledge and full insight, to help you determine what is best, so that in the day of Christ you may be pure and blameless, having produced the harvest of righteousness that comes through Jesus Christ for the glory and praise of God. The Word of the Lord Glory and praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. Glory and praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. Prepare the way of the Lord, make straight his paths. All flesh shall see the salvation of God. Glory and praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Luke. Chapter 3, verses 1 to 6. 
In the fifteenth year of the reign of Emperor Tiberius, when Pontius Pilate was governor of Judea, and Herod was ruler of Galilee, and his brother Philip, ruler of the region of Aichorea and Trachonitis, and Licinius, ruler of Abilene, during the high priesthood of Annas and Caiaphas, the word of God came to John, son of Zechariah, in the wilderness. He went into all the region around the Jordan, proclaiming a baptism of repentance for the forgiveness of sins. As it is written in the book of the words of the prophet Isaiah, the voice of one crying out in the wilderness, Prepare the way of the Lord, make his path straight, every valley shall be filled, and every mountain and hill shall be made low, and the crooked shall be made straight, and the rough ways made smooth and all flesh shall see the salvation of God. The Gospel of the Lord John the Baptist boldly proclaims that the Messiah's arrival, which had been long foretold and expected for many, many generations, was now imminent. This wonderful image of roads being straightened and mountains being levelled is a great image about journey. All humans are on a lifelong journey towards God and God's house where we're all invited to be members of God's family. The straight paths, the flattened mountains, the filled in valleys also make it quite clear that all people are called and invited. People of every race, nation and language and religion are invited. The paths must be straight to allow people to approach, to allow us to approach God. Men and women who are more equal and more respectful of others' dignity are the best way for God's salvation to come. It is time, time to get ready for the arrival of the Son of Man, the Lamb of God, who will take away the sins of the world. It is time to prepare the way, to level the mountains and straighten the pathways. It is most certainly time to repent of our sins and be ready to welcome God's chosen one and the kingdom he ushers in. It's one thing to repent of our sins out of fear, fear of God's punishment or anger, but it's quite another to repent of our sins and wrongdoing because we're deeply sorry that our sin has grieved our loving God's heart and worked against the so important values of God's kingdom. There's nothing quite so devastating as seeing a loving parent disappointed and let down by our wrong actions. That cuts deeper than anything. God's disappointment, for God is a unconditionally loving parent, can also spur us on to love more closely according to God's beautiful vision, more than just merely doing the right thing out of a sense of begrudging duty. We want to repent and be better, be more loving, more just, more forgiving, more compassionate, kinder, faithful children of God, not because we fear God's anger and punishment, but because we love God, and God loves us infinitely more than we could ever imagine. And we cannot bear to cause God grief and disappointment when we may not have lived up to the ways that God lovingly calls us to live for our own good. The readings give us some food for thought. 
There are a few really beautiful lines in scripture. The Lord will grant us peace through integrity and honour through devotion. This is the way of true peace. By walking in the ways of integrity and doing what is right, come what may. Despite the storms and shocks of life, God's peace is attained by being united to Christ and walking closely with him in his ways of justice and love. God's peace will sustain and guide us. Our conscientiousness and devotion to the word of God and to prayer and good works will give us fulfilment in a way that nothing else could. And the wonderful words of St. Paul from the second reading, it is one of the most beautiful and touching passages in the scriptures. My prayer for you is that your love for each other may increase more and more with every day and never stop improving your knowledge and deepening your perception so that you can always recognize what is best. May we always do what is best by increasing our knowledge and perception and this can only come from a deepening each day of our love. That theme of ever deepening love and practical kindness has been flowing through the scriptures of late and rightly so. It reminds me of that other quote from scripture, by all this people will know that you are my disciples if you have love for one another. That's John 13, verse 35. The central trait and quality of a true Christian, a true disciple of Christ and a friend of Jesus, is not, first and foremost, visibly keeping every rule and regulation. It's not, first of all, a bold and unbending speaking out against everything that's wrong and bad in the world. Our discipleship is not primarily about eloquence length or frequency of one's daily prayers. For as St. Paul said elsewhere, if I did all these things but did them without love, it would do me no good whatsoever. Being a more loving, compassionate, merciful and reverent person, deepening our love that comes from God who is love, and having the fruits of that love show in our words, our actions, and our priorities and choices. Now that is something. In fact, it's everything. In this coming week, let us ask God to show us the paths that need to be straightened, the barriers that need lowering. For this is the time and season for intense and urgent preparation and conversion, so that we might be more deeply loving as Christ loves, and so that everything we do may flow from and find its source and destination in God, who is love. The Apostles' Creed I believe in God the Father Almighty, Creator of heaven and earth, and in Jesus Christ, His only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Spirit, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, died, and was buried. He descended into hell. On the third day he rose again from the dead. He ascended into heaven, and is seated at the right hand of God the Father Almighty. From there he will come to judge the living and the dead. I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and life everlasting. Amen.
let us pray with one voice for all our needs. That the Church may be a voice of justice and integrity for all people. Lord, hear us. That all nations may see God's saving power. Lord, hear us. That people estranged from one another may have the courage to take the first steps towards reconciliation and healing. Lord, hear us. That all gathered here may seek the Lord's mercy. Lord, hear us. For all who are in ill health and those who care for them, that the Lord give them healing, strength and peace. Lord, hear us. That the dead may see God face to face and enjoy eternal peace, especially those for whom we now pray. Lord, hear us. Saving God, we humbly ask you to listen to our prayers. May the way of the Lord be prepared in our hearts. We ask this through Christ our Lord. Amen. Be pleased, O Lord, with our humble prayers and offerings. And since we have no merits to plead our cause, come, we pray, to our rescue with the protection of your mercy. Through Christ our Lord. Amen. The Lord be with you. Lift up your hearts. Let us give thanks to the Lord our God. It is truly right and just, our duty and our salvation, always and everywhere to give you thanks, Lord, Holy Father, Almighty and Eternal God, through Christ our Lord. For he assumed at his first coming the lowliness of human flesh, and so fulfilled the design you formed long ago, and opened for us the way to eternal salvation, that when he comes again in glory and majesty, and all is at last made manifest, we who watch for that day may inherit the great promise in which we now dare to hope. And so with angels and archangels, with thrones and dominions, and with all the hosts and powers of heaven, we sing the hymn of your glory, as without end we acclaim, Holy, holy, holy Lord, God of hosts, heaven and earth are full of your glory. Hosanna in the highest. Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. Hosanna in the highest. At the Saviour's command and formed by divine teaching, we dare to say, Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Deliver us, Lord, we pray, from every evil. Graciously grant peace in our days, that by the help of your mercy we may be always free from sin and safe from all distress, as we await the blessed hope and the coming of our Saviour, Jesus Christ. For the kingdom, the power, and the glory are yours, now and forever. Lord Jesus Christ, who said to your apostles, Peace I leave you, 
my peace I give you. Look not on our sins, but on the faith of your church, and graciously grant her peace and unity in accordance with your will, who live and reign for ever and ever. Amen. The peace of the Lord be with you always. Let us offer each other the sign of peace. Jerusalem, arise, and stand upon the heights, and behold the joy which comes to you from God. Let us pray. Replenished by the food of spiritual nourishment, we humbly beseech you, O Lord, that through our partaking in this mystery, you may teach us, to judge wisely the things of earth, and hold firm to the things of heaven. Through Christ our Lord. Amen. The Lord be with you. Let's bow our heads and pray for God's blessing. May the Almighty and Merciful God, by whose grace you have placed your faith in the first coming of His only begotten Son, and yearn for his coming again, sanctify you by the radiance of Christ's advent, and enrich you with his blessing. Amen. As you run the race of this present life, may he make you firm in faith, joyful in hope, and active in charity. Amen. Rejoicing now with devotion at the Redeemer's coming in the flesh, may you be endowed with the rich reward of eternal life when he comes again in majesty. Amen. And may the blessing of Almighty God the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit come down upon you and remain with you for ever. Thanks everyone for this wonderful time of reflection and preparation for Christmas in this wonderful Advent season and I hope you have a wonderful week of preparation. Go and announce the Gospel of the Lord. Wait for the Lord whose day is near. Wait for the Lord, be strong, take heart. Wait for the Lord, whose day is near. Wait for the Lord, be strong, take heart.